0: Lord. I hope you all are doing good. For today's meditation, let us turn our attention to Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 to 16. Uh, Today, I would like to speak about the social responsibilities of a Christian or how a Christian is supposed to be an example in the society. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 to 16, we read like this. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, and praise your Father in heaven. Now, in this verse, Jesus is telling that we Christians are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So, uh, we are supposed to be an example to the society or to the world around us. Uh, And Jesus says that if the salt loses its saltiness, then there is no use of that salt except to be thrown out uh, into the Uh, uh, thrown out and be trampled by men and if the light is hidden under a bowl, uh, then there is no use of that light. In the same way, we Christians, uh, uh, we are uh, supposed to follow Christ and there are certain characteristics that we should have as Christians. Otherwise, there is no point in us telling that we are Christians. Now. Christian uh, Christianity is not just a religion per se but it is a lifestyle, It is uh, Christians are those who follow uh, Christ uh, according to how he lived on earth and uh, Christians are those who follow or live according to the word of God. Uh, we are a people who are set, set apart or we are people who are separated for God and we are the witnesses and ambassadors of Christ on this earth. So, even, But even though we are a group separate for God's work, we have many social responsibilities as long as we are here on earth. Now while Jesus lived here on earth, He set us an example of living in the society fulfilling His social responsibilities according to His Father's will. In the same way, because we are followers of Christ as Christians, we should also live in a similar way, fulfilling our social responsibilities according to God's will. Now, in the Bible, we see uh, a depiction of a good social setup in many places, starting from the time of creation. And uh, when we look throughout the books of the Bible, we see that whenever a set of people or a kingdom obeyed God, submitted to God's will and lived according to God's will, that kingdom or that set of people were on the rise. But whenever a set of people or a kingdom disobeyed God or went against the will of God, it led to the downfall of that kingdom. So if a society has to grow or if a society has to thrive, then people should live according to the will of God. Only then can a society thrive, otherwise it will lead to the downfall of a society. So I want to just mention a few of the social responsibilities or a few of the uh, examples of how we can live as Christians, how we can set an example uh, in the society or what are the social responsibilities of a Christian. Now uh, the first thing is for us to be peacemakers. Now the most important factor required for the stability of a society is peace among its people. So as Christians, we should be the peacemakers. In uh, Matthew chapter 5, uh, we see Jesus telling that blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons of God. So uh, Jesus is encouraging us to be the peacemakers here. And in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, we see Paul encouraging the believers to be with peace with everyone as much as you can. So if possible, be with peace uh, with everyone. So it is our responsibility to be at peace with everyone and to avoid uh, the quarrels and strife that happens in the society. Uh, In Proverbs chapter 26, verse uh, 20, we read like this, without wood, a fire goes down, without gossip, a quarrel dies down. So, in this verse, we clearly see that gossip is one of the main reasons for a quarrel to come up. So, uh, the Bible also says that a gossip dies when it falls into the hands of uh, when it falls into the years of a wise man. So, we should be like this wise man or we should be like the wise people who will not spread the gossip or who will not encourage anyone to gossip. Uh, so, uh, as Christians, if we find anyone quarreling, it is our responsibility to go and uh, kill that quarrel or uh, to go and uh, make peace. We should be peacemakers. Uh, we shouldn't go and uh, look at the fight and enjoy the fight or add oil to the fire, but we should go and uh, be peacemakers and we should not spread gossip of any sort. Uh, so we should be peacemakers. The second thing is one of the main elements of a social structure is a family. So if we have a good family setup, if a society, the uh, functional unit of a society is Uh, the family so if uh, uh, the family is good then it would create good children and uh, the children will become uh, the uh, future generations or the future citizens of that society and if the family is good then uh, the society also eventually will become good. So it is our responsibility to uh, create a healthy uh, society by creating good families. Now, the Bible uh, depicts the roles and responsibilities of the members of a family. The first thing I want to mention is the relationship between a husband and wife. Now, the Bible teaches that the husband is the head of the family, just as Christ is the head of the church. Though both husband and wife are equal, they have different roles. The husband is the head of the family and the wife is supposed to submit or to be a uh, helper uh, she is not uh, uh, she is equal to the husband uh, but she is supposed to submit to the husband in ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23 uh, it depicts a detailed picture of the relationship between a husband and wife where the husband should love his wife and the wife should submit to her husband out of love now it should be mutual it should uh, it should be out of love and it should not be uh, a forceful submission per se. Uh, the the wife is a helper, and uh, she is equal to the husband. But in the role, she is supposed to uh, submit to the husband, and uh, uh, and the husband is supposed to love his wife just like how Christ. Uh, Loved the church. Now, how did Christ love the church? By giving his life for the church. So, in the same way, the husband is supposed to love his wife as much as he loves his own life or more than he loves his own life. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 32, Jesus says, uh, Anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness causes her to become an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. So here, uh, here the Bible strictly speaks against divorce. Now we see uh, uh, many families breaking about, apart uh, because of uh, because of very uh, minor issues, and uh, so uh, divorce is strictly speak- spoken against of in the Bible. And uh, Jesus says that if anyone divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness then he causes her to become an adulteress. So uh, as long as uh, we learn to adjust and we learn to love each other uh, and live as a good uh, husband and wife, uh, as a good setting, a good example in the society, uh, we we would be building good families, we would be creating good families and contributing to uh, developing a healthy society. The second part of a family life is parenting. Now the Bible advises parents to correct their children by punishing them when needed and not provoke them into anger. Uh, now parenting is a very important part of a family life because like I said before, uh, raising up children in a godly manner is essential because the children are the future citizens of uh, the society and if the children are raised up according to the will of god and and if they are raised up with good characters then it would eventually lead to uh, the society being in safe hands in the future so uh, that is very important now it is the responsibility of the parents to correct the children to punish them whenever they go wrong but not provoke them into anger in proverbs 22 verse 6 we read like this train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not turn from it so whatever the children learn in their young age that is one thing that impacts their life or that is one thing that they will remember uh, for their entire life so it is important that a child is trained up in a godly manner so that when they grow up or when they become adults, they would still stick to those good things that they are taught. Uh, in Proverbs 23 verse 13 and 14 we read, Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish him with the rod, he will not die. Punish him with the rod and save his soul from death. Here we see uh, the Bible uh, encouraging the parents to correct the children. Now when the Bible says punish him with the rod, it, does, it means Uh, Whenever it is necessary to punish the child for discipline's sake, then a punishment is supposed to be given. But uh, it does not mean that you punish a child uh, to put out all your frustration on the child or to put out all of your anger. Because in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, we read, Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So it is the responsibility of the parents to raise up children in a godly manner, to punish them for discipline's sake and to love them more than than how much they punish. So punishment of course should be a sign of expressing love and not to put out your frustration on the child. also we, uh, the fathers should not provoke their children to wrath uh, parents should love their children uh, and uh, there sh- there should be a space given between the parents and the children for uh, uh, a communication uh, to for open communication and for growth uh, now the third uh, phase of a family life is The children itself in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 to 3 we read like this children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Now children we are supposed to obey our parents in the Lord. Uh, The Bible strictly speaks against disobedience from the beginning the fall of man where Adam and Eve disobeyed uh, God. From there we see throughout the the Bible speaking strictly against disobedience and in Proverbs, uh, in many verses in Proverbs we see uh, the the author or the uh, poet of uh, the book of Proverbs uh, encouraging uh, his children to obey uh, the father and mother. Now it is also the responsibility of the children to take care of their parents when they are old. In 1st Timothy chapter 5 verse 3 to 4 we read like this, if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn first of all to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents for this is pleasing to God. So it is the responsibility of the children to love their parents not to speak against their parents to obey their parents and to take care of them uh, when they are old or when they are in need and uh, we see this uh, example set by jesus also while jesus was being crucified he said this example by asking his beloved disciple john to take care of his mother mary so he was giving the responsibility of taking care of his mother mary to his disciple John. So he was a responsible son. Now these are some of the uh, many roles that Christians must play in the family and when uh, the family is living by example, the people around us should look at the family of a Christian and realize that this is how a family is supposed to live and they should learn from us. Uh, the next uh, face in uh, the social responsibilities is our relationship with the neighbors. Now, uh, in Matthew chapter 22, verse 39, Jesus says, Love your neighbor as yourself. And this is the second uh, commandment. Love uh, the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. So, how are we supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves? Uh, Now, uh, won't they do annoying things, won't they uh, do things that irritate you? They might do things that irritate you, they might do things that annoys you. But then won't you do things that annoy you sometimes? But uh, what we do when uh, we do mistakes is we don't hate us for the mistakes that we do. We uh, tend to correct ourselves and hope that we become better humans the next day. or or we hope to uh, correct ourselves and grow. So in the same way, if we love our neighbors as ourselves, we should hope that they become uh, better persons and we should pray for them. We should love them just like we love ourselves. Uh, And the next uh, phase is helping the poor and the needy. Now the Bible always encourage the works of charity. While Jesus was here on earth, he had mercy and compassion towards the poor and the downtrodden people. Uh, So, in the same way, it is our responsibility also to be kind and compassionate towards the poor and to take care of them. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9, we read like this, a generous man will himself be blessed, for he shares his food with the poor. So, uh, we are supposed to be generous, we should share our uh, food or whatever resources that we have, whatever uh, resources that we are blessed with, we should share it to the people around us. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse 13, uh, we see uh, the Bible emphasizing our responsibility of taking care of the poor. If a man shuts his ear to the cry of the poor, he too will cry out and not be answered. So here we see uh, the Bible emphasizing on helping the poor, so with whatever Uh, that we have, Uh, maybe it is the voice that we have, the authority that we have, or the freedom of speech that we have, or uh, the uh, financial blessings that we have, whatever we have, if we are able to help, if we are in a position to help somebody who is in need, we should help them. If we do not help them, then when we need help, uh, we would not find help. In James chapter 1 verse 27 we read religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. So in many verses like this in the Bible we see that we are supposed to help the poor, we are supposed to uh, take care of the needy, we are supposed to take care of the widows, we are supposed to take care of the people who are in desperate need. Uh, So as Christians Uh, It is our responsibility to take care of those uh, who are in need. It is our responsibility to open our eyes and ears uh, to the needs of the society and help whenever we can. Or we should be uh, proactive in helping more than uh, somebody else nudging us or coming and asking and then uh, uh, hesitantly going and helping. We should uh, take the responsibility of helping those who are in need. Now the next thing uh, uh, as responsible citizens uh, in the country that we are supposed to do is to stand against evil that is happening in the society. Now many acts like robbery, murder, adultery, rape, hatred and strife are the causes of an unsafe and cruel society and the Bible is clearly against such things. In Galatians chapter 5 verse uh, 19 to 21 uh, it mentions a list of evil acts. That we must not do Uh, so we read like this the acts of the sinful nature are obvious sexual immorality impurity and debauchery adultery uh, idolatry and uh, witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambitions dissensions factions and envy drunkenness orgies and the like I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the Kingdom of God. Now not only should we not do such things but we should also stand against these things because in Obadiah chapter 1 uh, verse 11 we read like this, On the day you stood aloof while strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem You were like one of them. So, if we just stay as silent onlookers, uh, if we uh, just, though we don't do evil things, probably. If we just stay as silent onlookers to the evil that is happening in the society and not speak against them, then we are like one of them or we are like those people who do the evil things. So we are supposed to give our voice against the uh, social evil or the social injustice that is happening around. Uh, The first thing that I would like to mention among the social evils is uh, drug abuse and drunkenness. So one of the major causes of a downfalling uh, society is drug abuse and uh, drug abuse and uh, drunkenness have actually caused major consequences uh, in this uh, social system because it affects the crime rates, it uh, increases the hospitalizations, it increases child abuse and uh, child neglect. And we must uh, stand against it, We, uh, in our social circles itself there will be people who are uh, into uh, drugs or into uh, drinking or drunkenness and we should vo- uh, give our voice against it, uh, uh, against the act in itself. Uh, we should help those who are stuck in drug abuse or uh, uh, who are trying to come out of it, we should do our part in. Uh, helping them to come out of it and uh, that may be uh, an example also not to join them when they go out for social drinking or the like. Uh, the second thing is robbery. Robbery has also increased to a great extent uh, in the past years and one of the Ten Commandments is do not steal. Uh, we should stand against it and we should also uh, 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 we should wo- give our voice against Or We should not stand along with somebody who Uh, who steals even uh, even stealing an idea or stealing uh, 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 something small also is robbery and we should uh, stand against it and we should take a uh, decision not to steal or we should take a decision to be an example so that people around us will look at us and uh, be inspired to live a godly life The third uh, set of uh, social evils that I want to mention is murder. Now murder and hatred has also increased in the past years and the root cause of murder is hatred of course and the love for money. But the Bible clearly uh, speaks against both of these. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 21 and 22 we read Jesus saying like this, You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder and anyone who murders shall be subject to judgment but i tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment again anyone who calls his brother raka or fool is answerable to the sanhedrin but anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell so here we see that uh, the bible is speaking against murder but not just that if you even think of your brother as a fool or even, even if you hate your brother, it is equal to committing murder is what the Bible says. So uh, here we see that we should uh, not just uh, uh, stand against murder but we should also love our brother and sisters uh, and uh, that way we should set an example in this society. Now, the fourth social evil that I want to speak about is adultery. Now, the adultery has increased to such an extent that it has been legalized in the society now. But the Bible uh, strictly prohibits adultery. Uh, In Matthew chapter 5 verse 27 to 28 we read like this, you have heard that it was said do not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now Christians have a great responsibility towards building a safe society by not looking at anyone lustfully uh, and by not committing adultery. Now if we do not look at a person lustfully, that would prevent eve teasing and rape and the like and uh, thus it would uh, eventually lead to a safe society. Now even if we do not look at a person lustfully, even if somebody whom we know look at someone lustfully, we should not stand along with it or we shouldn't uh, encourage them into eve teasing and the like. The next thing is uh, sexual immorality, now acts of sexual immorality like rape, premarital sex, uh, extramarital affairs and homosexuality and all of this has actually become a norm but we should stand against it, we should give our voice against it, Uh, we should uh, hate the sin, the act of sin but when we stand against it we should also uh, make sure that we love the the, uh, people uh, and hate the sin. Uh, And uh, the next thing that I would like to speak about is standing for justice. Now, while Jesus lived on earth, he stood for justice. He supported the just cause of the people who could not afford to stand against the uh, Pharisees who were powerful at that time. Now it is our responsibility also to stand for justice. In Isaiah chapter one verse seventeen, we see seek for justice, bring justice to the orphans. Uh, Jesus also stood for uh, Mary Magdalene in the house of uh, S- uh, Simeon when uh, she was cornered against, and people were talking against her. Jesus stood for her. In the same way, if we are in a position to stand. For justice, if we are in a position to speak against the injustice and stand for those who are just, then we should do it. And the next thing is we are supposed to follow the civic rules and submit to authorities. Uh, Jesus says uh, uh, or he sets an example by pay, uh, paying taxes and he says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. So, in the same way, it is our responsibility to submit to the authority because it is Uh, the authority is set by God. So, if we rebel against the authority, we are rebelling against God. So, we are supposed to submit to the authority, we are supposed to follow the civic rules, and uh, we are supposed to pay taxes and uh, follow the law of the land, so that we would uh, not be a burden to the authority, uh, and also we would not uh, cause a life that uh, we would live fearfully, under the authority. So if we do the right things, we uh, we don't have to live in fear of the authority. But if we do mistakes is when we have to fear the authority. So uh, let's do the right things. Uh, let us submit to the authority. Let us follow the uh, civic rules and that way set an example to the society around us. Uh, so in uh, Romans chapter uh, 13 was 1 and 2, we read like this Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. So we are supposed to submit to authority and follow the Civic rules, uh, uh, we should voluntarily submit to the authorities, not forcefully. Also, so uh, by this, I want to conclude by saying that as Christians, let us live according to the Word of God, let us uh, live according to how Christ lived and how He set an example, let us be an example in this society. Uh, so, Jesus said that we are the salt of the earth and the light of the world, we should set an example in this society and we should make a difference in the society. So uh, as Christians, when people look at us, they should realize that, okay, uh, this set of people are Christians. They are a set who have a principle and follow uh, the word of God and they are right. And uh, the people around us should look up to us and uh, be inspired to live a good life in this society and be uh, drawn towards Christ by looking at our uh, life. Uh, So, it is important that we must lead a good uh, family life to take care of the needy, to stand against the evil darkness of this society and to stand for justice. And we should also strive for the betterment of this society by building a good relationship with the people and making them understand the advantages of of the good deeds and the consequences that will happen because of the evil ones. And also we must follow the civic rules and uh, submit to the higher authorities. So let us fulfill our responsibilities and strive to create a safe and healthy and better society because we are part of this society and because we are Christians who will be setting an example by living according to the word of God. Thank you.